Bishukhem, with everybody's permission. Um, we are continuing in the Peleolet today. Today's first and foremost, in all of our hearts and all of our minds, all of our brothers and our sisters in Israel, Hashem should give success and only the greatest success to Israel's military um, in, in all of their uh, operations and all they, that they're doing. Um, for all of those who are wounded, we shouldn't have even one more. And of course, of course, in all our hearts, Hashem should bring back all of those the kidnapped and captured hostages back to their families. Hashem should be merciful towards us. Today's year is also dedicated to Elinishmat, Dinabat Matitya, Esterbat Eliyahu, Esterbat Mashiach, Matitya ben Nevi, Daniel ben Ephraim, David ben Yedida, Ephraim ben Yehuda, Moshe ben David, Rachamim ben Mordechai, and also Dinah ben Nurola, Yosef ben Mashiach, Rach Hashem Tinecha Megan Eden, and for the Rufuash Nehmat, Dan ben Esther, Nisan ben Chana, Moshe ben Chana, Yitzchak ben Yechai, Cheskel ben Rachel, Nisim Medina, Chanao Libat Tegora, Shemuel ben Rachel, Elna Refana Lahem. So continuing in the Peleoetz, the last point that Peleoetz is speaking about um, our words. And uh, what we're not allowed to do or what we shouldn't do with our words. So that's the last one that Peleoetz says is during the time that we're praying, uh, we shouldn't interrupt our prayers with speech. Uh, it's very important for us to keep in mind in these moments. You know, our, uh, our Rabbanim and Religious Council asked us to add uh, a few tefillot, to add Avinu Malkenu, um, to add a few uh, chapters of Tehillim. Uh, it's very important during uh, not to interrupt uh, our prayers. We gave them a shal that it's uh, the same thing as cooking. You know, if a person wants to cook something and you have to cook it for 10 minutes, but every 30 seconds a person turns the flame on and turns the flame off, it's not going to cook. It is not going to cook. So the same thing during the time of our tefillot, our prayers, um, it has to be a, a continuous fire. We have to have a continuous focus. So in particular, from the beginning of the brachot of Shema um, until the, the end of Amidah and the end of Chazara, that's the most important time um, that we should not interrupt at all uh, our tefillah. Uh, and also, Birkat Amazon. Also, whenever we're saying Nevarech, Birkat Amazon, it's the same thing as being in the middle of Amidah. Many people don't know. It, uh, when we say Birkat Amazon, we cannot interrupt in the middle of Birkat Amazon until we say it from the beginning to the end. Asur la or It's prohibited to raise our voices uh, whenever we pray, uh, which means the following. The uh, Gemara says that Hashem doesn't hear us the same way uh, people hear us. And Hashem doesn't need us to say the prayers out loud in order to hear the tefillah. You know, more for, for people, if we say something in our hearts, nobody else is going to know what, uh, what we said. If we say it in too low of a voice, they're not going to hear what we said. But Hashem doesn't need to hear it in sound in order to, to hear our prayers. So if a person says his prayers loud, 
It's chas v'shalom as if he's saying, you know, Hashem has ears the same way people have ears. And if I don't raise my voice, if I don't say my voice loud enough, Hashem's not going to hear. And of course that's not true. Right? What Hashem hears when it comes from our prayers is from how deep inside our hearts the, the tefillah came from. That's the most important element uh, of the tefillah. So therefore, Chachamim said, Asur l'hagbiyakolo, a person's not allowed to uh, raise his voice uh, in tefillah. Now, there, there's a debate between the Mekubalim and the Pashtanim over what's the ideal. According to Kabbalah, according to the Mekubalim, they say that a person should not even sound their voice at all. The way a person should, only, we have to move our lips, but only move your lips, don't sound, uh, don't sound out anything. Uh, However, the more accepted uh, practice, which is the pshat in most communities, is they say a person should say it loud enough that I can hear myself, because that helps a person's kavana whenever I know that I'm saying the words. No, it's not because of Hashem, but um, I know that I'm not saying it too fast, I'm not uh, reading it too fast, and I'm saying all of the words. It helps a person's kavana that I should be able to hear the words myself. So that's the better way uh, of doing it. But either way is okay. The main thing is that a person should not raise his voice, chas v'shalom, as if God doesn't hear if I... Like chana. Uh, yeah, like chana, exactly. We learn this halakha from chana. Rak um, She only was uh, moving her lips, but nobody else heard what, what, what she was saying. It's uh, prohibited to the, the Kanisa, the synagogue, um, is a holy place. And therefore, a person cannot speak unnecessary speech whenever they're in a Kanisa. Uh, what he's talking about right now is not during a minyan. He's not talking about during a minyan. He's talking about the fact that we're inside a sanctuary. A, a sanctuary. We're inside a sanctuary. It's God's home. And since the sanctuary is God's home, I don't enter the sanctuary to have casual conversation uh, during that time. You cannot even walk if you don't pray. Yeah, if, you're, if we're not praying, you cannot use it as a shortcut, the synagogue. These are halachot of respecting the synagogue. Uh, what we do nowadays and try to, to avoid this problem a little bit is we say that every uh, kanisa we build, it's really a multi-purpose center. It's not uh, just uh, uh, it's not just a kanisa. And when you have a room like the room we're sitting in over here, yeah. it actually it is, it is. It is. It actually is a multi-purpose center. At least during the times uh, that we're praying, we have to be careful. But it's designated as a multi-center, uh, multi-purpose space. Uh, but, for example, we should for sure be careful of this in our sanctuaries, in our uh, actual uh, synagogue uh, rooms um, that we have. Are used. Uh, are totally. used for, this is not talking about uh, during the tefillah. During the tefillah, for sure, well, uh, during the prayers. But even outside the prayers, uh, you know, I need to have a casual conversation with, uh, with my friend. Uh, the synagogue room is not the place for it. Synagogue, the synagogue room is a place for Torah and for tefillah. 
and for necessary community needs. If there's a, a community matter or a community need or something like that, I, I've seen sometimes that um, whenever there's, Baruch Hashem, we have a very active community, when there's a lot of different uh, committees that have to meet and there's not enough rooms, sometimes they, sometimes they sit in the candy shop. So okay, that's uh, if they need to use the room, it's for a community need and for community. Still, they should respect the room a little bit uh, while uh, while they're there. But you can use the candy stuff for that purpose because it's a community need. But for a casual conversation that you know, uh, two friends uh, want to talk and I don't have a place to, we don't have a spot to talk. Let's go talk uh, inside the kanisa is not appropriate. Why? Because the kanisa is a place of God. All the harim kolor to speak in a loud voice. You know, sometimes uh, when uh, people want to uh, joke or if they want to be a little bit wild uh, for any purpose, I'm not recommending it in general, but for sure, for sure, the Kanisa is not the place uh, for it. The synagogue room is not a place for it. We have to always uh, imagine um, uh, that God is in the room and Hashem actually is in the room. Um, so we have to be aware of that. Al-Tehibaz lechol adam lo goy velo katan lo Yisrael velo goy. This is Pirkei uh, Avot. Do not disrespect any person. Not somebody who's older, not somebody who's younger, uh, not a Jew and not a goy. Not the Why? poor, not the rich. Not the poor and not the rich. Pirkei Avot says, there is no person that does not have in his time. There's no person, the person has to think to himself, um, maybe I'm going to need that person one day. I don't know. I don't know, I might need that. So I think that person right now, they're old, what, what can they do for me? You never know, something might change and you, and, and you will need them. Uh, this person is young, uh, you know, who are they, what are they? Uh, you don't know where, where they might be uh, in a couple of years. Uh, they're rich, they're poor. They're poor. You don't know where they might be. Uh, so you, you might need them uh, sooner than you think. It's also proper so, conduct. I mean, so, uh, yes, as a it's, Jew. It's, it's proper, proper derech eretz, yes. It shouldn't just be for a selfish uh, purpose yeah, of, uh, uh, of I might need them. Right? Derech eretz, to be a kind and good uh, uh, person and to have proper uh, manners and proper courtesy towards uh, every person is part of... Uh, being Jewish. Being, yeah, it's part yes. of basic manners. Uh, basic Jewish dignity and treating other people appropriately. Uh, however, Pirkei Avot adds an element to it. Uh, we have to add, even for a goy, even for a goy. Sometimes even more. Sometimes even more. You never, never know uh, when you might need somebody. The, the, there's a very famous story. We, we always say Pesach time with the uh, Nodab Yudah. Very, very famous story that the Nodab Yudah, he was the chief rabbi of Prague. Rabbi Yechezkel. Yechezkel Landau was his name. He, one time when he was a young rabbi, he was going in the street and he saw a young Christian boy who was crying uh, in the street and he said, why are you crying? It was raining, he was sitting in the rain. Uh, he said, why, why are you crying? The boy said, my father is a baker and he sends me around to go sell the, um, you know, the, the baked goods in the community. So I sold everything. And then somebody came and, Steal, and, stole, and stole my money. And I, I can't go back home to my father. I know that he's going to beat me um, and he's going to hit for, for losing the money. So I'm just sitting here and he's just sitting there and crying. 
So Rabbi Yechezkelanda, the rabbi, said, well, how much was it um, that you lost? The boy said, you know, $50 or whatever it is. So the rabbi said, okay, no problem, don't worry about it. He takes $50 out of his pocket and he gives it to him. He says, go home uh, to your father and uh, don't worry, you know, Hashem should be with you. And that was the end of it. That years later, almost 20 years later, maybe, the, the rabbi is sitting on the night of Pesach with his family. It's 20 years later, you know, it's years you forget. You do something and you, you know, I did something good. Uh, I, I, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. And he, he's sitting with his family and he hears a knock on his door. And who is it? It's, an, it's a gentleman, a Christian gentleman. Uh, he says, what do you want? What do you, need? What, what do you need here? Everything okay? And he says, Rabbi, he says, do you remember me? So he said, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. So he says, he said, I was that boy from 20 years ago that you came and you helped me. And he said, and now I'm here to return the favor to you. So he said, what's the story? He said, um, he said, I'm, I stayed in the bake, bakery industry uh, together with, uh, with my father. And, you know, this year, it's just the time of Pesach. Um, all of the bakers know that the Jews are going to come right after Pesach. And they, they come jumping to uh, buy bread and as much bread as they need as soon as they can. And the bakers decided that, you know, we're going to put an end to the Jewish community of Prague. We're going to poison the bread. Um, the Jews are going to run to come buy bread, um, and that's it. That's going to be the end of the Jews of Prague. And I wanted to tell you this. This is I'm returning a favor because uh, you did a favor for me, and you do uh, whatever you need uh, with the information. So the rabbi came back. He collected all of the rabbinim of the community, and he said, we're going to declare before the end of Pesach, we made a mistake on the calendar uh, in calculating the holiday of Pesach. We need to keep an extra day uh, of Pesach. So they, they declared this in the community. Uh, all of the bakers, they baked fresh bread. And they can't, they can't hold on to it. It goes stale. So they came and they sued the Jewish community in the court. Uh, they said, uh, every year we prepare for you and we, uh, we bake the bread for you. Uh, and now you just uh, you push up Pesach. Hey, how could you do that? You caused, the f you caused us financial harm. So the rabbis came and they said, yeah, you eat from the bread first. <laughs> and then talk. And then they figured it out. But what happened? Over one act of kindness that you don't remember. Save I don't the, even remember. Save the, save the you save an entire community. Save an entire so the Mishle says, throw out your bread into the water because the ocean gives it back to you. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Right? It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be in 20 years from now. You throw, you, you give, you do an act of kindness, you throw it. In the end, the, the ocean's going to return it to you. In the end, Hashem will return it to you. Ella. <laughs> And of course, the person has to also use wisdom and a person has to be a chacham. He said, every person in your eyes, um, you have to guard yourself and have your, you know, be ready to protect yourself. You know, as if they might be a thief, that person might be here to harm me, might be here to steal me, so I have to be on guard. 
But respect everybody, accept them with a smile, and honor them uh, like Rabban Gamliel. So the, the story goes in the Gemara. Yes. We've said it many times that, that someone came to the person's door, I need a place to sleep for the night. So he said, no problem. He honors him, he gives him food, and, you know, lavish meal, everything. And he says, here are your quarters. He takes him upstairs. Uh, this is where you're going to sleep. And he already worried, this guy is going to steal from me. So he took the, take, takes the ladder. And he leaves, he leaves him upstairs to sleep, and he takes the ladder. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, suddenly they hear, boom! <laughs> As the person went, he tried to take everything in the room, and he fell. <laughs> and he broke his leg. So he said, Chachamim, the rabbis already taught us, right? Every person you honor like Rabban Gamliel, but you also have to watch. Uh, you have to watch and you have to guard yourself. Okay? Now, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to continue oh, tomorrow. You should hear Besarot Ovot. I don't see a headmaster. <laughs>